In this lesson, we will see various scriptures of Tantra. We will understand how different scriptures are in Tantra, from where they belong to, and what is their goal. So, in Tantra, there are 92 scriptures in total, divided into three schools. One school believes in non-duality, another believes in duality, and one which believes in monistic school. So all these scriptures are divided into these three. The 64 are the non-dualistic principle where there is no differentiation between the real and unreal. Where there is no differentiation between Shiva and Shakti. Another school which is based on duality, which is known as Abheda Beda. There are 18 scriptures on Tantra based on duality, which accepts both Shiva and Shakti is real. These two realities, the consciousness and the matter, both are real. Another school which accepts 10 are based on the monastic school where they only believe there is only one God and that is Shiva or Vishnu or Devi. This approach is being seen in Tantric scriptures. Based on the practitioner, will choose these different schools. Based on their understandings, the one will practice accordingly. The Tantras are mainly divided into two parts. The scriptures are divided into two parts, which is Agamas and Nigamas. Agamas are the section where the God is replying to Goddess. Means the Goddess is asking the questions about that truth, that ultimate reality. And Shiva is responding to those questions, which is Agamas. Nigamas are the text where the goddess replied and Shiva is asking. So it's the opposite of the Agama. So in Nigamas, Shakti is seen as the highest principle, as supreme, as Brahman. So these are the two divisions of Tantric scriptures. Based on these divisions, they fall in different schools. Based on different schools, they believe in different practices. And these practices will help to reach them to their goal. In Shaivism, which is mostly accepted as non-duality school, Though it has the dualistic and the monistic approach. Similarly in Shaktism also, though it is a school of monoistic where Devi is seen as the supreme, but still there are some scriptures which are based on 
the dualistic approach and the non-dualistic approach. And similarly in Vaishnavism also, it is a similar pattern. They believe more in the monistic path. But still, there are some scripture, scriptures which are based on the non-dualistic and the dualistic approach. There is also Tantram mentioned in various scriptures and these scriptures are coming from the Vedas. Through Vedas, the Upanishads came up and Upanishads were carrying these several understandings as Agamas, as Nidamas. And in Upanishads, all these schools has a role. There is Shaktism, there is Shaivism, there is Vaishnavism. And all these different Upanishads are based on these schools. And when there was a rise in Tantra, people studied these scriptures which were in Upanishad about Shakti, about Shiva, about Vaishnava. And based on schools, they evolved their traditions or lineages or sect of practices or started their cult. So if we see different cults of Kalikula tradition, of Sri Vidya tradition in Shaktism, the core concept is being taken from the Upanishad scriptures. Based on that, they have evolved a new scripture which only talks about the Kaula Marg, the Kaula path or the Sri Vidya path. And in that their practices could be Suppose in Kaula tradition, it is more using of yantras, music of symbols, sacrifices, rituals. In Sri Vidya, it is more used as meditation practices. Again, yantras are a very important part. Mantras are also a very important part of that. So see how these practices are reflecting each other. But their deity might be different. Their school might be different. Their concept might be different. But some of the practices can be reflected into each other. Similarly, if we see in Shaivism, many different cults or traditions started. Some traditions were based on internal practices, purifying the self, purifying the body, through yoga, through chanting, through mantras, through your sadhana, through purification of prana, through mudras. It's all of those were lying down under in Shaivism tradition, which was more in the non-dualistic approach. In Shaivism, there was also another school which was having more approach as practice towards symbolism, worshipping the temple, doing rituals for Shiva, doing ceremonies to awaken the elements, to invoke the elements. So this is also another tradition in Shaivism. And it has scriptures based on that, like Linga Sutra, which is describes about the Linga, the divine cosmic energy, the divine pillar of light. So how one can gain that union by doing those practices, by seeing that symbol as divine, as Shiva. So 
that's how it differs in these schools. The concept is the same. The practices and the traditions kept on, you know, evolving. In Vaishnavism also there is a path where one surrenders completely to the God or gets completely devoted in the Bhakti. So Bhakti can be done in various ways, either externally, internally. Again that comes under Vaishnavism. So all of these were part of Tantric scriptures. And that's why it gets difficult to understand Tantra because it is so vast and it is scattered throughout in various scriptures. And when we try to study, we do not know which one to go for or which is the right path. First of all, we need to connect to the source, either to Shakti, either to Shiva, either to Vishnu. Based on that source, we have to accept their school of thought, whether non-dualism, duality or monastery. Based on that, you will take a book as a scripture to study what it says, how to practice, what are the techniques, what are the ways. And that's how you go into the practice of Tantra. Because it is so deeply inherited in every aspect of our life in Hinduism. That you cannot separate it out and it reflects into many traditions as they are related to each other so once we understand all these scriptures or once we understand the philosophies of all these schools it will help us to know that what is the right practice for me <coughs> what is the perfect practice for me So if you go in the document, I have mentioned all these Upanishads and these names of different scriptures from the ancient to the modern time. And based on our school, based on our belief, we choose the path, we choose the scripture and we study and we implement in our life. So this was the understandings on various scriptures on Tantra. To really get to know what the scriptures are saying, we have to go deeper inside and take one scripture at a time. And then it will give us a clear message of what it is saying. But this is an overview of the scriptures. Oh.